24 hours and 18 in Carmarthenshire, which has a total of 621. The total number of deaths reported to Public Health Wales is now 1,191. The consortium behind Pembroke Dock Marine has welcomed the recent news that Total, one of the world's largest energy companies, alongside energy developer Simply Blue Energy, have established a new partnership and will be developing floating wind projects in the waters off Pembrokeshire. The agreement sees Total acquire an 80% stake in a joint venture named Blue Gem Wind to develop an initial 96 megawatt project off the Pembrokeshire coast. The project, named Erebus after the famous ship built in Pembroke Dock in 1826, is believed to be the first in a series of projects planned for the Celtic Sea. Andy Jones, Chief Executive at the Port of Milford Haven, said, As the UK's largest energy port, we welcome the partnership between Simply Blue Energy and Total. We are delighted that Blue Gem Wind has established an office in Pembroke Dock to work with Pembrokeshire's high-skilled supply chain, which is already delivering solutions in the renewables sector and is well placed to provide services to Simply Blue and Total. It will act as a catalyst for future developments and ensure we continually expand our offer to this dynamic new industry, securing jobs and long-term economic growth for Pembrokeshire. Recycling centres are set to reopen across Wales this month. Deputy Minister for Housing and Local Government Hannah Blithin has announced that facilities will slowly begin to reopen with the majority of local authorities opting to reopen from May the 26th. Recycling centres were shut during the coronavirus crisis in order to maintain key services, in particular household collections of waste and recycling. The stay-at-home message in Wales remains, and people wishing to visit a centre are urged to go only if it's essential and the waste and or recycling cannot be picked up by the curbside collections or stored at home. More information can be found on the Pembrokeshire County Council's website. Customers of a Pembrokeshire vineyard are being asked to help the business raise a glass to the frontline volunteers of St John's Ambulance. Cum Derry Vineyard in Martle Twy is offering to donate 5% of every online order it receives from now until the end of May to the charity. Proprietors Mike Kane and Daniel Martinelli Mativi usually back local charities but with the coronavirus problem decided it was important to support a national organisation. Mike said, whilst Cum Derry has historically chosen to support only local charities, due to the national nature of the current crisis and our relatively unscathed position here in West Wales, we feel it's only right to support the St John organisation, whose volunteers work tirelessly across our nation and beyond. Wines, cheeses, preserves and liqueurs are amongst the products for sale on the website www.cum-dairy.com and any further don donations can be made through the promotional and charitable giving tab. And finally, police have turned away a group from the Bristol area who planned a trip to the seaside during lockdown. Pembrokeshire's road policing unit stopped the hired van as it headed west from Pembluin on Saturday and the three occupants stated they were going to the beach. Camping equipment was also spotted inside the vehicle. The trio were reported for non-essential travel and officers turned the van around. Earlier on Saturday morning, a driver and passenger of another vehicle were reported when they were unable to explain their reasons for being on the road. I'm Kim Thomas and you're up to date with all the Pembrokeshire news here on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. COVID-19, public advice. Regularly and thoroughly clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand rub. 
or wash them with soap and water as this will kill any viruses that may be on your hands. Remember to do this upon returning home from any essential journeys. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. Good morning and welcome to Raise the Praise with me, John Brewer, here on purewestradio.com. Coming up this morning, some wonderful music. We have Rev Terry Broadhurst from Bethesda, Haverford West, with the thought for Sunday. We've got an exclusive interview with international worship leader, songwriter, Brian Dirksen, and much, much more. But first, here's some black gospel, benediction. You're listening to Raise the Praise on Pure West Radio.
Brian Dirksen, and you're listening to Raise the Praise with John Brewer on Pure West Radio. Ah, thank you, Brian. So nice of you to do that. Yes, indeed, this is John Brewer, and you're listening to Raise the Praise. Uh, And you can hear Brian's full interview a little bit later on, where he talks about life, lockdown, and lament, as well as we're going to be playing his brand new single called In the Middle your peace and right now of course the world is in the middle of this awful pandemic but although churches doors are closed the way to God is still open the church is still alive because the church is about the people and I don't know if you've seen in the press and this was featured on Lorraine on Good Morning Britain also on BBC Radio and in selected newspapers um, all about the UK blessing song where Tim Hughes and others, uh, a worship leader, songwriter, gathered over 65 churches and choirs to sing a song called The Blessing. Pete Grieg, in an article the other day, talks about there is a spiritual hunger in this nation right now, a spiritual hunger for something which is strong and steadfast and unshakable. Many have been moved to tears while they've been listening to the UK Blessing Song. So I'm going to be quiet now and have a listen for yourself. But what I want you to do is, sometime today, is go on YouTube, go to the UK The Blessing, put your headphones in and listen to the choirs, especially towards the end of the song, because it is truly beautiful. Manna rained down from heaven. This isn't second guessing. We know that we are protected. May the peace that surpasses all understanding be our message. Grace and favors in your nature, in your essence. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations. And your family and your children and the children and the children. May his favor be upon you and a thousand. Yeah. 
Haven. I just wanted to say a big thank you to all the NHS staff and frontline workers. We love you all. Oh, thanks, Miriam. That was fantastic. Miriam there from Milford Haven. And we do give thanks for the NHS, for all their hard work, and for all key workers and frontline workers here in Pembrokeshire, Wales. Okay, now on Raise the Praise, it's time for some shout-outs to some Pembrokeshire people. You can request a song, by the way, or dedicate a song to somebody. Perhaps they're going through a hard time. If you go to facebook.com forward slash Raise the Praise Show and just put a comment on there, write a post on there, what song it is, what song you'd like and who it's for, and I will do my best to play it on a future show but for now it is the turn of tj yes tj roberts whose favorite song at the moment is walking on the waves it's a favorite because it's helped her get through some tough times recently you know this nation the world is going through a tough time and often isn't it sometimes it's a song that will just, you know, really resonate with us, especially as Christians with our hope and faith in Christ. We do have a hope. And worship 
helps, doesn't it? When we worship God, we see things from his perspective. And this is one of those songs which really does grow on you. And I've been really enjoyed listening to this, TJ, this week. So thank you very much for requesting it. So we dedicate the song to TJ Roberts. This is We the Kingdom and Dancing on the Waves.
That was Dancing on the Waves by We the Kingdom, especially for TJ. Now, I was wondering the other day about praying on the radio, as you do. (laughs) And I was thinking, you know, I want it to be meaningful and real and from my heart. And I had a, you know, these newsletters you get like through the email. Well, I had one from ruralministries.org.uk. And they mentioned a prayer in their newsletter by, well, it's actually attributed to St. Benedict of Nursia. And after I read it, I thought, wow, that's really inspired me. So I'm going to share it with you. So let us pray together. Almighty God, give us the wisdom to perceive you, intelligence to understand you, diligence to seek you, patience to wait for you, vision to behold you, a heart to meditate upon you, a life to proclaim you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And as the Lord taught us to pray, shall we say together, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen and amen it's good isn't it when we can pray together you can contact us here at raise the praise on purewestradio.com facebook.com forward slash raise the praise we're going to have a short break now but after that we've got the thought for sunday with terry broadhurst from bethesda baptist church haverford west don't forget we've got the big interview with brian dawkerson award-winning songwriter who's written many well-known worship songs. All right, be sure to come straight back. And you're slow to anger, your name is great, and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to farm just keeps on growing a new play area here a new animal there so what's new for this year you can see two-toed sloths tuppy and lightcap in the newly refurbished exhibit tropical trails little ones with energy to burn (laughs) then check out wallaby ranch play area worked up an appetite then a visit to the brand new sit-down table serviced themed restaurant the hungry farmer is a must zoo farm fairground play pick your own adventure at folly farm For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, see the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. Hi, this is Brian Dirksen, and you're listening to Raise the Praise with John Brewer on Pure West Radio. 
Yeah, welcome back everybody to Raise the Praise with me, John Brewer. You can catch Brian Dirksen's interview after the next break. But before that, we've got a song request, How Great Thou Art. And that's especially for the Raise the Praise supporter, Lois Dalton. I know you're listening, Lois. God bless you. And we're going to play How Great Thou Art directly after the Thought for Sunday Now with the Rev Terry Broadhurst from Bethesda. Haverford West, you're listening to Raise the Praise on Pure West Radio. Hello and welcome to everybody who may be listening to this short reflection. And uh, you are more than welcome and I pray that you are safe and well uh, wherever you may find yourself. And I hope that this short uh, time together will bless you and uh, give you strength and encouragement. I wondered, uh, I wonder how far back you can remember. How's your memory doing? One year, five years, 10, 15 years, 40 years? Uh, They do say that the lockdown is starting to affect uh, all of our memories. Uh, One day rolls into the next day and into the next day and into the next day. Well, my memory goes back uh, to, um, you know, obviously growing up I grew up uh, just outside Portsmouth. I'm from Hampshire. Now, when I was growing up, I used to talk like that all the time. A bit of an accent. I talk like I. Uh, I used to say I. I live in a house and I. I eat butter and I, I drink water. And and uh, my mum used to say, oh, can't you say water and house? I say, well, I am saying house and water, mum. And and everybody didn't have a name. All, all your mates were mush. All right, mush. All right, mush. Now, converse uh, completely different to that. My mother was from Bargoid in the valleys and as a boy we used to travel up uh, from Portsmouth to Bargoid to see my Uncle Bill and Auntie May long journey because those days the M4 was being built the Severn Bridge wasn't completed so it was a, a, a pretty arduous and long journey and uh, when I got there the one thing I wanted to do was join the other lads in the street to play my favourite game which is obviously football but there appeared to be a language problem in the early days. I would go out into the street and uh, talk like that all the time to the boys, and they would come back, of course, with a different, slightly ac- a different accent. So, for example, they would say to me, "All right, buddy. All right, but how you doing, but? All right, buddy." Now, uh, my problem was a uh, buddy. That's something you put chips in uh, when I was growing up. And uh, do you want to play soccer? Soccer. Do you want to play footy? Uh, and I was thinking, soccer, what is soccer? Is that sock with R on the end? Or, and footy, I have got a footy, it's on the end of my leggy. <laughs> and, and, and then they'd say, the worst one was, do you want to go in goals? In goals? you want to go in goals? And I used to stand there going, what on earth are they on about? Goals, I haven't seen no goals or ghosts. Well, of course, obviously my accent softened and obviously we started to get to know each other and I understood that soccer and footy was obviously a reference to a game of football and going goals was, do you, want to be, do you want to play goalkeeper? Do you want to go in goals? And, uh, you know, they were great childhood memories but it made me think that there was a, initially we didn't understand one another. We couldn't really, compl- uh, you know, communicate what we both required. Do you know sometimes uh, in life that uh, there's lots that separate us and divide us? Um, language, culture, race, colour, the job we do, 
the families, uh, uh, our opinions, where we live, the type of house we live in. The, the list can be endless, can't it? And separate us and divide us, even the car you drive. But you know what? I reckon in this difficult time and unprecedented time that we are actually all speaking the same language, actually. Uh, we are definitely understanding one another. Uh, we all understand the desire to care, compassion, strength, love and hope. In the Bible, there's a, a passage uh, from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It's known as the love chapter. Uh, reason is because it's often uh, read at weddings. Uh, therefore, it's the love day and it's the love chapter. Uh, but he, here's the words. Here's a few verses from it. It says this. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give my body over to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonour others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And the chapter ends with, and now these three things remain, faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. Love, patient, kind, doesn't boast, not proud, doesn't dishonour others, is not self-seeking, not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs, rejoices in the truth, always hopes, always persevere and never fails. Wow, I reckon that's exactly the kind of language we're talking right now. A language of love. These words from the Bible talk about God's love towards us. His love, his care, his forgiveness, his truth, his hope that never fails. We can get to know that love and know that love through the Lord Jesus Christ. And yeah, it's a challenge to follow him, no doubt. But that love that we know through Jesus holds us and strengthens us, whatever the situation. But not only is it a personal thing, but then we have to flow out of us and to share with others. And isn't that a language of love that breaks down barriers? If one thing I would say that the virus has done, is, as horrendous as it is, is a love for one another, it is, it is shown our humanity. It has told us we are not masters of our own destiny. It's the kind of love that God shares with us that he wants us to have for one another. Finally, there's a lot of talk about the new normal, isn't there? Now, I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't think you would. Do you know? And what's going to be part of it? What's going to feel like? On Facebook, someone posted this. I quite like not doing the normal, you know, the routine, the same. But then asked the question, what parts of the normal do you not want to return to? Well, I'll leave you answer that question for yourself. But the one thing of new normal I'd love to see that we can carry on with is the language of love that we all understand. Love that unites. Love that gets us out always clapping. Love that desires to help, strengthen, give hope. A language of love that is different in the new normal. Breaking barriers down. Why don't we get out there clapping every Thursday for each other and bless each other in that way? 
a language of love described by and flowing from God and a language of love demonstrated by Jesus to all and a language of love that we know now in a different and a deeper way, I believe, that we take into the future, into the new normal. Well, hey, I hope that that's the kind of love that you want to be part of too. May God help us all to live out that kind of love, the language of love in the new normal that encompassed and encourages us and inspires us and leads us to a brighter day. And there will be a brighter day. May God's language of love inspire and strengthen us and give us hope today and always. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Stay safe. May his face shine upon you and his peace and his love rest upon you. Thank you. This is Terry Broadhurst from Alfred West.
That was How Great Thou Art by City Point, especially for Lois Dalton. Hope you enjoyed that, Lois. And thank you to Terry for that wonderful reflection. Quite humorous as well. He does have the gift of communication, so thank you very much indeed. Coming up next, we've got the new single from Josh Baldwin, All About Love. Then we're going to have a break, and straight after that, it's the interview with Brian Dawson and his brand new single. You're listening to Raise the Praise on Pure West Radio. I won't be shaken. No, I won't be shaken. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I Oh, Farm ice cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Pure West Radio. Well, welcome back everybody, John Brewer here on Raise the Praise and joining us now on our debut show is Brian Dirksen, writer of well-known worship songs such as Faithful One, Refine Fire, Come Now Is A Time and many, many more. Well, hi Brian and thanks for coming on Raise the Praise today. Thanks John for having me. It's good to be with you. Ah, oh, thank you and congratulations on your new single, In The Middle, Your Piece. I'm going to play that shortly, but first, what is life like for you practically in this lockdown pandemic life in the dirksen household in the pandemic is you know a mixture of of very simple ordinary things some challenge and also some just beautiful gifts you know one of the things that's happening in a season like this is we're all given the opportunity to slow down and um just notice things that are like right in front of us Um, we are immensely grateful for the physical place and where we live you know um, almost 50 years ago my parents purchased five acres of land on the outskirts of Abbotsford British Columbia Canada and so I grew up here on this land in this house and still living here with my family Uh, it's, it's, it's a 
it's a piece of land that has a little creek flowing through it, some hills, some amazing towering Douglas fir trees, and some very special Japanese trees that Mr. Kawano, who built this home in 1937, planted. Um, so we're spending time, as much time as we can, outdoors. There's, of course, at this time of year, it's beautiful with the flowers coming in, the trees coming into leaf, and of course, lots and lots of weeds to pull. <laughs> so we're doing that. Um, we, are, we are deeply blessed with uh, a special needs son, Isaiah, who lives with us full time. He was born in the UK. He's almost 21. Um, he requires care, but he's also very content and cheerful. And so he his rhythm becomes a bit of our rhythm. Um, we spent a lot of the last two months um, in self-isolation and lockdown with several of our other adult children moving back into the house so we could go through this season together, just cooking together and also so that they could have, you know, the property to be outside in together. And that's been really special. I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> some of the meals we've been sharing have just been outrageously good. Uh, they're all really good cooks. They learn all really well from Joyce. So there's been unique things and there's ordinary things. Like I, I have an afternoon ritual of, of making chai tea from scratch. And um, that carries on, and even more so because I'm here every single day. I'm not traveling. I'm not doing concerts. So Joyce and I have our daily chai catch-up. Um, we're reading a lot. I love listening to vinyl records like James Taylor's latest American Standard. But like, like everybody else, we're longing for the day when we can go with some friends to our favorite restaurant and just be together, to give them a hug, to, to be out in public together and not wearing masks. And um, so we're, we're good, we're holding on, but like all of us, we're, we're, we're also longing for um, normal to return, even though we know it's going to be a new normal. Yeah. So tell us briefly about your journey to faith and how you began writing songs. My journey into faith is a lifelong journey, and it will continue to the day when I pass out of this life. I don't think we ever arrive. I know that I'm a child of God. And I also know that I'm becoming a Christian, that I'm becoming a follower of Christ. I grew up in a home of faith. My parents, Harry and Agnes, were people of very good, deep character. They loved each other, they loved God, and they loved to serve other people. Um, I, it was on this land that I'm living on, that I'm speaking to you from today, that I first heard the whispered invitations of God. Um, it, it was through the natural world, through the beauty of creation, through lying on the hillside and watching as, as uh, Phil Keggy, um, one of my favorite musicians, has an instrumental piece called The March of the Clouds. I watched the clouds as they went by and I heard God's whispers. Um, in my teen years, I, I, I started pushing into back against my Christian faith of my, of my upbringing and rebelling. And then something extraordinary happened. My dad 
heard of this Christian rock band doing a big concert in Seattle, and he approached me. He said, hey, Brian, why don't you um, invite your friends, and I'll drive you to Seattle. This was before any of us had our license, and I'll take you to this concert. And my eyes got big. You will? Okay, well, I don't really know what that's going to be like, but hey, let's go. We went, and I can't, I don't know what would have happened to me without that experience. My dad is an extraordinarily open, generous, gracious man, and one of the great gifts of my life is we're still singing together. He's 83, and we recently released a video called It Is Well from my Faithful One album, and... um it's been seen by almost a couple hundred thousand people already online, and uh, I'm just so grateful for my dad. I, 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 I did dabble with songwriting in my teens, but it wasn't until my early 20s when I was part of the Vineyard movement that the songs really started to come, because now I was a part of a church and a church movement that strongly encouraged the writing of new songs. Uh, of worship and emotional expression. And so I, I took a risk and I started writing some of those songs. And we recently released a project called Faithful One, marking 30 years of, of me doing this. Um, actually, Faithful One, So Unchanging, was one of the very first songs that I wrote. And it was um, connected to the birth of our first daughter, Rachel. And feeling overwhelmed with gratitude, but also the weight of responsibility. And Faithful One was my prayer that day, shortly after she was born. And over three decades later, myself and many others are still singing it. Lament is a biblical theme, especially in the Psalms. Do you think this is something Christians in particular should embrace? My answer is yes, absolutely. We need to embrace lament because we are human. Because, you see, if we don't learn to lament and practice it, it reveals something lacking in us because only people with no awareness of others and compassion for them would have no need of lament. I mean, grief is the price that we pay for love. And we have these full range of emotions because we're made in the image of God. We feel because God feels first. There are many examples in the scriptures of God's grief, just as there are examples of God's joy. So they both belong. And eliminating the lament from our lives or from our song lists is, is, is unhealthy. It's like trying to thrive on a diet of dessert alone. Um, it's not going to lead to health. Um, it's impossible to be emotionally and spiritually healthy without the full range of our emotions expressed and without recognizing and embracing that suffering is a part of all of our lives, just like it was for Jesus and all the people of faith who came before us. So we could say maybe back to the diet metaphor that songs of lament are like the the roughage in our diet that helps keep us healthy. And it's that uh, expression of lament that becomes often the doorway to joy. So if we're going to as uh, raise the praise, as your show's title suggests, we must also repent of censoring lament. I mean, in my opinion, the exclusion of lament on Christian radio playlists and worship 
uh, church setless is a sin against the suffering among us. We are called to both rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And we of all people should be good at both because Jesus was. This is how he walked among us, a man of sorrows and a man of deep joy. Listening to the new song, the title in the middle sums up how we all feel presently at the moment, Brian, in these difficult days. So what is the song's message? Is there a story behind this particular song? The song in the middle, Your Peace, began its journey two summers ago. Cindy Rethmeyer, a good friend of mine, and I were having a conversation about a podcast on spirituals. Now, these spirituals were timeless songs written in the middle of suffering, injustice, trying circumstances. They were honest, they were raw, they were emotionally vulnerable, yet they always were marked with defiant hope. So Cindy and I set out to write a modern spiritual in our own musical and lyrical mother tongue, drawing inspiration from the spirituals before us, and also being aware of and having compassion for those who were suffering around us. Um, our lyrical aim was to name our struggles truthfully while still affirming the one thing that remains, the gift of God's peace. You know, all life and truth is a paradox. It's both at the same time, struggle and comfort, fear and peace. And of course, when we began to write, we didn't foresee the coming COVID-19 pandemic. But the song feels more of the moment now. Um, and this is often the way of things with songs and songwriting. We, we write the songs before they're needed so that when they're needed, they're there. Which sometimes makes us as songwriters feel like we're out of time and a little bit out of step. And we have to trust our instincts and the gifts that are opening to us as we write. Um, Cindy's painting, if you, if you see the, the, the digital cover for the single in the middle, is, meant, is her stylized image of what we are going through in the world of social distancing. We've been asked to self-isolate, yet that has only made us more aware that we're all in this together. And the song speaks of that, that, that at the heart of all spirituality, and specifically the Christian faith, that if we are suffering loss, feeling crushed and confused, we can still experience peace and hope because even if we are alone, we are never alone. Oh, Brian, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, really inspirational to talk to you. And uh, your, your songs are brilliant. <laughs> and um, would you like to introduce your single? That would be lovely for Pure West. Sure. Thanks, John. This is Brian Dirksen, and you're listening to Raise the Praise, and this is my new single, In the Middle, Your Peace.
Well, our time is up. I hope you've enjoyed our first episode of Raise the Praise here on Pure West Radio. Join me again. I'm John Brewer. Next week, next Sunday at 8 o'clock. Do engage with us. Thank you for your Facebook comments. Facebook.com forward slash Raise the Praise Show. Okie dokie. I'd like to thank Terry Broadhurst and Brian Dukeson. Next week, our reflection is by the Rev Andy Bookless from Hubberston. Do join me then for more uplifting music and positive message. The Lord bless you. The heart is a blue Shoots up through the stony ground There's no room No space to rent in this town You're out of luck And the reason that you had to care The traffic is stuck And you're not moving anywhere You thought you found a friend To take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand in return
for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. 